0: As always, download and subscribe to Blue Horseshoe Pod, where you can listen to myself and George all the time, break down all things Colts, and it's going to be a very interesting next two months, that is for sure. So, George, since now the Colts will have a head coach opening going forward here at the end of the year, I'll just quickly here kind of hit on a few candidates and whether they truly are realistic or unrealistic for the Colts to actually pursue, whether they could be on the sideline in Indy next year. Let's start with the betting favorite, according to Bovada. It is not Sean Payton. It's not Jim Harbaugh. It is none other than Peyton Manning. Is that a realistic candidate for the Colts to be their next head coach, George?
1: I'd love to say completely unrealistic, but given what we just saw, I have to say there's a less than – there's a non-zero chance here, right? I mean, uh, I think bringing Peyton back into the organization in some form or fashion is something they want to do eventually. I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see him come in as like a football czar kind of a role, uh, even if Chris Ballard's retained, you know, just kind of a uh, president type of a situation. We'll see. You know, if I was him, I wouldn't give up the Manning cast, though. That's going pretty well right now.
0: That's true. It's a lot of fun watching. He's a funny guy. I mean, Eli – I will say 0%. I would be completely shocked if he even takes an interview. Like, I just can't see him on the sideline. I don't think he's a coach, personally. I mean, ownership, like you mentioned, president, I absolutely could see kind of maybe taking a John Away role for the Colts one day. Absolutely. I cannot ever see him on the sideline being a head coach and kind of uh, doing what he's doing. Not to mention, too, he's a good life. Like, head, being a head coach yes. is not really fun in the NFL at Georgia. It's 24 7, 365, long hours, a lot of stress. Peyton's living the life as he should. Don't give that up. Like I said, don't give up Absolutely. the Manning cast for, uh, to, to coach uh, the Colts next year. That's for sure. How about Jim Harbaugh? Realistic, unrealistic?
1: Uh, Somewhat realistic. I think a lot of it depends on how he's feeling now at Michigan. It, you know, He obviously flirted with the NFL last year with the Vikings. Uh, things didn't work out there. And I also think with him, I think personnel is a big part of this. Most of those college coaches come in. They want control of that roster because that's what they obviously have in college. Uh, but, you know, I, there's going to be reasons if, if, if Jim Irsay is looking to replace Jeff Saturday with another Ring of Honor inductee, Jim Harbaugh's at the top of that list. Right. I mean, you, you got a guy who, who won in Philadelphia or won in San Francisco and did it uh, with different quarterbacks. He did with Alex Smith and with Colin Kaepernick. Uh, and I think he's a guy who really, you know, if you look at Michigan and their resurgence, it's built on that running game. So I think he's a guy who would try to get the most out of Jonathan Taylor. I'll say somewhat realistic. But I, again, I'm, I think it's more on his end. I I would wonder what his level of interest would be in in taking.
0: I'm with you there, right? I think if it's going to be no. I think it's more Jim Harbaugh turned down the Colts and let's say uh, the Colts say no to Jim Harbaugh. I think Jim Mercer, again, if if Harbaugh's in, I think that Jim Mercer would absolutely fire Chris Ballard if that's one of the things you got to do in order to get Jim Harbaugh to town. I think it's very realistic. I I know last year he flirted and, and got an interview with the Vikings, and then when he did not get the job, he came back and basically said, I'm here for Michigan as long as you want me. Personally, I don't buy it, George. You, you go to the college role playoff last year in Michigan, you, you immediately take a job or an interview, should to the Vikings. I think that it's your turn. The NFL is there. He's done a great job in, you know, repeating his success in Michigan. I think he would definitely want to go back to a place he used to play for. It's uh, familiar with an Indy. I definitely think it's a very realistic uh, option for, uh, for the Colts and Jim Harbaugh, for sure. How about the big name everyone is talking about, Sean Payton? Realistic? Unrealistic?
1: Um, you know, I, it's another one. I think it's more on his end than the Colton. I mean, obviously Jim Ersky has been interested in Sean Payton before. I think there it was pretty well documented. There were talks with him. I believe it was 2016 might've been 2015, but I think it was 2016. Uh, and then he got the re he got the, the new deal with the saints uh, and nothing came of it. Uh, so I think the Colts will definitely be interested, but if I'm Sean Payton, like you're talking about the Peyton Manning, you got a pretty good life right now. I would, I think I'd just stick with my TV gig for a while until that perfect spot comes along. I think he's the guy of all of them. What we were talking about earlier, where the, the, the draft pick really gonna hold some sway here over that decision. Um, I, I think he's the guy that if, if if he felt like he could get a young quarterback he believed in to mold, he'd be much more interested in it. But if I'm Sean Payton, I'm waiting for like Andy Reid to retire and just taking over the Chiefs.
0: I mean, I think this is very unrealistic because I think honestly, Monday night just kind of showed you like why the hell would Sean Payton come here? He's by far the most coveted candidate. What you know, it, you he possibly potentially could coach Justin Herbert next year, uh Kyler Murray next year, or you could you know get the third or fourth quarterback in the draft this year for the Colts and just kind of take over a team that still has a lot of holes and is nowhere near you know say playoff contention. That's part of the reason why he retired with the Saints. Right? He was just exhausted. Like he was doing all that work with Jameis Winston trying to get him back after after Drew Brees retired. He goes, I I can't. I need a little bit of a break. So I would be again kind of pay Manning floored. Absolutely shocked. If we're talking about Sean Payne being the next head coach of the Colts, just because I think there's one, better opportunity, opportunities, better quarterbacks. And he's also mentioned too. He wants an established quarterback, which maybe the number one over pick league said will, will change his mind. If it's Bryce Young, he will look at it a little differently. But outside of that, the Colts have a lot of work to do. I just don't see how after Monday, hearing Jim Merce talk, hear Chris Ballard talking kind of, again, a directionless team, why he would say, that's the team for me. When he, like you mentioned, Absolutely can be as chooses as he wants, wait as long as he wants, he'll always be in demand. The Cowboys have always had an allure for him as well. Like there's plenty of opportunities where he could land that are right now a lot better than Indy. That is for sure. How about the guy who was hired, Jeff Saturday? What are the odds that you think, or what are the chances realistically, he is back next year as a full-time head coach? No,
1: he's got to win, and then I don't see that being a really good chance. So uh, that's why I put him really low on the list right now. Because I think he's gonna have to be at worst four and four uh to to really you know try to make a case to bring him back. And and I really just don't see that happening right now. Look, again, maybe, maybe this is all evil genius on, on Jim Mersey's part. Maybe he's mad as a fox and and none of us are going to see it coming. Uh, but unless they they have a really good finish to this season, it's hard to, to see any scenario in which yes Saturday returns.
0: I'm 100% with you. I just, I don't know what he could physically do or possibly do, George. Like you mentioned, he's coming in halfway through the year. You have eight games left. You don't know the offense. You don't know the defense. I don't know what he could truly tangibly show Chris Ballard and Jim Mercer to say, that's our guy moving forward. Cause it's an impossible situation where he's going to really not be able to have any sort of fingerprints on this team because you're so far in deep with so much decision. You have no, there's no personnel choices, no scheme choices you can actually make in order to kind of show, oh, this is what I bring to the table because everything's already done. You're too late into the season for sure, so I'm with there. It's going to be extremely hard for uh, for um, Jeff Saturday. How about Matt Rule? Failed in Carolina, good college coach. Is there any chance you think he could be uh, the Colts, Col- Colts coach next year?
1: I mean, I have to say non-zero again on here because he interviewed for the job back when Frank Wright got it. You know, actually, it was during the process that led to Josh McDaniels. Uh, and at that time, Chris Bauer was really one of the first people to kind of put him on the NFL radar and, and bring him in for an interview. Uh, so, you know, there, there was an interest at one point. I would think that his Carolina run probably would, would make them back off. Uh, I think you'd want him to go back to college and succeed again before you, you know, that kind of rehabilitation, kind of a, kind of a role there where you where you go somewhere else and and then that makes you more attractive to come back into the league. So I would put him on the the unrealistic scale, uh, but again a non-zero because we know that there's been interest in him here before.
0: I go unrealistic for two reasons. Number one, you mentioned before he came from Carolina, he, Carolina and the Colts are really more similar than they really should be. And it's actually kind of scary between ownership, between quarterback influx. Like if you're Matt Rule, you just were there, you're kind of going to Carolina West by going to Indy right now with, with, you know, the questions there and, and the dismay. Not to mention too, if you're the NFL, like he's a college coach, like I mentioned, I think he has more success as a college coach, than NFL coach. There's not a lot that you feel good about with Matt Rule, you know, where he just got, let's say a raw deal in Carolina. You think he could be a better fit here in Indy. So I think it's, I think both sides mutually would just, not have a lot of interest. Like you said, the interviewed before, but I don't think it makes sense for either side to say that's our guy moving forward. How about let's do a little few college coaches here, George. How about Ryan day, Ohio state, any realistic chance there? I
1: lost you. Sorry.
0: Oh no, you're good. You're good. I throw out Ryan day, Ohio state.
1: Ryan day. Um, I think he's a very interesting guy that could be tied to the quarterback as well, because I think when, when you look at his situation, uh, if they could get CJ Stroud in here, maybe he'd be really interested in doing that. You know, I don't know, come in with a guy who he knows, uh, and, and can work with. And, and I, he wasn't a head coach when Paris Campbell was there, but he was on the offensive staff. So he knows him. He would kind of have an idea of how to kind of, uh, you know, work him into it as well. Um, I, I, I wonder his interest in jumping to the NFL right now. Uh, that might actually come down to that game at the end of November. I mean, if he loses two straight to Michigan, uh, they might not be so friendly toward him in, in Columbus anymore.
0: That's a good point. That could be the the Colts ball right there for the next head coach, depending on who wins. I think it's a there's a chance. Absolutely. I would say more realistic than unrealistic, like you mentioned. That's, that's a coach I think you hit on perfectly. That's going to depend on the quarterback. If you have a high pick and maybe it's CJ Stroud or maybe there's another guy he likes, I think it's more likely he would jump rather than if the Colts are picking there at 11, 12, 13, and you're not really in that range to get a a franchise quarterback per se. All right. Last one here. I like this one you threw out in in your article, George. How about Luke Fickle at Cincinnati?
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like this could be a a shot at trying to, to to match what Tennessee has in, in Mike Vrabel. They were teammates together at Ohio state. They were roommates together at Ohio state. They're best friends. They have a lot of the same philosophies on football and on life. Uh, You obviously know two guys are exactly the same, but I think there's a lot there, and honestly, Fickle right now has a better coaching resume behind him than Vrabel did when when he was high C. You know, he had a few years uh, as a defense coordinator in the NFL, but not a whole lot of a track record at that time. And so I wonder if you know Luke Fickle's a guy Chris Ballard has has been very open about how much he respects that Cincinnati program and the way things are run, uh, and maybe he's a guy who the the pay raise would, would be really attractive to him.
0: Absolutely. I'm with you. I think it's realistic. You have, I mean, not that this matters too much. Alec Pierce, you know, you drafted from that program uh, with your first draft pick last year's draft. He, he's a Midwest guy. So you kind of fit right in the, you know, smack dab middle of that. He runs, like I said, a really good program that is NFL. Um, like an NFL style, it's not like you know, one of these gimmicky college offenses like you know, Lincoln Riley or Chip Kelly, uh, especially Chip Kelly when we saw the NFL did not really work out too well. But it's a guy who just builds his teams on toughness. You wanna like I love what the Titans do and Mike Vray that's a guy who I think you can make the argument gets more out of his team than, than the town he has compared to any other coach in the NFL because that team is always tough. They should not be right now in first place the way they are. They they played a great game against the Chiefs, uh, with a backup quarterback and Malik Willis on Sunday in on the road. So, like that's if you can get a basically a Mike Rabel Jr. in here, a guy who's owned the Colts, George, I am a hundred percent in on that. I would say absolutely realistic. So, that will do it for this edition of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Again, make sure you're always downloading and subscribing so you get an alert anytime uh, a show or a new episode does go down. We will be back on Thursday to preview what is going to be arguably the most interesting game and most unpredictable. Game of the season in which the Colts have always found a way to surprise and the season has gone any way but we thought. But Raiders, Colts, Josh McDaniels at one time thought to be the Colts head coach, now taking on Jeff Saturday. So we'll kind of get expectations of what to expect from Jeff Saturday and his head coaching debut and give you a game pick as well. So between now and then, have a great week. We'll talk to you on Friday right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.